given a chance, the opportunity and the experience and the lessons from people, I could be the best. But right now, I don't even wish to be the best. I just want to be one of them. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Transition Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in as I have another amazing topic this week. So this week will just be me by my lonely, but I feel that I'm the best person to present this topic um, as I'm growing in this. And I feel like I'm saying, oh, I'm going through this. I'm going through this. I'm um, growing through this, as I should say. Uh, but no, like I, I'm actually growing through this. I'm going through this right now. So I feel like I'm the best person to talk about it. Anyway, I hope you all enjoy your lives. I hope everything's going well. All good things are coming to you. And also, I wish everyone a great holiday season as it all quickly approaches. Before we get into this week's topic, let me get into my Black-owned business spotlight of this week. So as the Christmas season rolls around, why not give someone a good book and it also be from a Black-owned bookstore and gallery space? So my Black-owned business spotlight this week is Semicolon Bookstore located in Chicago, Illinois. It is owned by Chicago entrepreneur Danielle Mullen. In an interview with ABC7 News Chicago, Mullen states, I started recognizing that there was a representation that we bought to not only the community, but the book selling space that was obviously necessary. It shows Black booksellers as book, Black book readers, and that's important. I went to the store personally, and it was an amazing experience. It was aesthetically pleasing while offering a wide array of books for children, teens, adults, and I felt so comfortable going in there as a Black woman, shopping around, and overall just having an amazing time, meeting new people. Um, It was great. So sadly, I did not get to meet their dog, Simi. They have, like, I believe Simi is a pit bull. Cute dog. I see the dog on Instagram. The dog wasn't there when I went, but um, really cute dog. (laughs) But I can't wait to go back again this holiday season and shop for more books. I actually bought um, The New Jim Crow there and uh, a book, amazing book. Loki just lost it. Just bought another one, though, because I, I have to finish it because it's such a good book. So if you want to, I feel like all of you should scroll on over to their Instagram at semicolon shy for all updates for hours and new releases they may have. If you aren't from Chicago or Illinois at all, they do have a website where you can do online shopping and even bulk ordering as well. If you check it out, let me know. But now let's get on with the show. So welcome to the talk this week, introducing myself, Apollo and Apollo. Hey, it's just me. But yes. Um, So this week's topic is passion versus purpose. So this topic came to me at the very, very beginning of creating this show and uh, figuring out what exactly I wanted to talk about and just topics and running through. This was actually going to be the first episode, but I decided to push it back. And whenever I feel that it's time for something to be to be released, it means it's time for it to be released. Um, but this was one of the first topics that I wanted to come through, but I'm glad it came when it did, because I believe this to be one of the biggest transitional periods that we'll experience in this lifetime and the next. Um, so basically trying to decipher what our purpose in life while also paying attention to things we are passionate about and trying to infuse the two so that we feel our life has some type of meaning is always so difficult. It isn't easy. Um, 
I feel I always say this, but some of us will go our entire lives trying to figure out what we were meant to do um, and who we were meant to be in this lifetime. Some of us may pass over and not completely figure out what this life had for us and it, it just happens. And some of us may be already living out our purpose and not even know it. I cannot say what will happen not in my life, not in yours, not in someone else's. And I can't promise everything you hope for, every dream that you ever had will be accomplished in this lifetime. And I do feel like sometimes that's hard to hear. Um, I was recently um, tutoring and I watched a video with my, uh, my little mentee. And it said, did you know that 90, I think it was 92% of people, um, they make goals and they don't accomplish them. And I was just like, that's crazy. Like that, that like 92% of people make goals and they don't accomplish them. Um, but going back to what I was saying, but if we try, if we hold on to what we want, if we keep moving forward, if we keep failing forward, as Gabby said last episode, uh, we may see the light at the end of the tunnel and all we can do is try. <laughs> all we can do is try. Um, so what is passion? So I found this perfect definition of passion and purpose. So I'll share those. So what is passion? Passion is what releases your emotion, what motivates you and what makes you feel good. Passion is often connected to your innate abilities, talent, and desires. It is what you love to do and what you do well without feeling stressed or compelled. I, you know, Taking a step back, like from infusing the two, just talking on passion and what is it? It is what you love to do well without feeling stressed or compelled. And I feel in this lifetime, we should always do what we love. And I understand that like things won't come easy. It won't. You know what I'm saying? Even even your passions may may make you stress. So I'm I'm kind of a little bit confused with that definition now that I'm looking at it a little bit more closely. But if you are passionate about something and you're doing it, just like someone who's a dancer, they might be stressed out over, you know, a certain piece that they have to work with. If somebody's a sing singer, they may be stressed out over certain notes that they have to hit, like um, just because you're passionate about something, that does not always mean that it comes easy. Um, so yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> but moving on. So what is purpose? Purpose is the reason you do what you do. It is the motivation behind your actions and pursuits in life. Purpose is often connected to an understanding of a reason for living. The reason behind your unique life story, your background, and your future ahead of you. Now, I don't want to get too much into the weeds about this, but when I think about purpose, I feel like a lot of times, at least from what I saw in like in my life so far, a lot of people just say, yeah, like your purpose, like you just have to do it. Like if, if you know, one thing for sure, like this is one thing I would constantly see in the church when I went to church was um, if God calls you to do something, like you just do it. And I'm trying to say this in the best way possible. I don't feel like God, uh, the universe, a higher being will call you to do something that you were not passionate about, that you didn't have some type of an interest in. And I see people going their whole lives, like doing stuff that they don't have interest in just because they think 
that they were called to do something. And like, I think that we also need to get out of that mentality as well. Like you can follow your own dreams. You can live your own dreams. Like just because everyone is telling you to be a doctor, you you don't have to be a doctor. If if that's not something that you're passionate in. Like, for example, we have all of these, you know, these nurses, we have all of these nurses, um, riding over a vaccination and it's just like okay but you work with immunocompromised communities like you you work with um people who whose parents are you know um in the hospital whose um you know grandparents their their elders have like you know different type of illnesses where they need people you know to believe in the science so yeah uh, ooh, okay, but from one from my research about the topic um, passion versus purpose, I found that your passion generally comes before purpose. Um, when you are a child, you get a chance to find out things you don't like or things you, you do like. If you haven't watched um, the movie Soul on Disney Plus, please do. I feel like it kind of goes into depth. Um, I'm not going to tell the movie, but I do do want to keep like a little bit of it. Um, Basically, in the movie, the guy, um, amazing movie, by the way, but he thought that his purpose his whole life was to just be a pianist. And so he had basically a near-death experience, um, and he realized that his purpose was to live. You know, like, yes, like, piano was very important to him. Music was very important to him. Like, it was his life, yes. But at the same time, it was so important for him to live, to actually live, to go out and to do other things that also made him happy. Um, but you really have to go watch the movie. I don't want to give too much. <laughs> um, but I do feel like some of the best life lessons that we have are found in kids' movies. I remember this one time something told me to go watch, um, what was the name of that movie? Alice in Wonderland. Okay, I had to take a little break and search like the actual quote up on Alice in Wonderland because it really hit me. And like, I don't know, I feel like something I was, you know, go watch that movie, go watch that movie, go rewatch that movie. And um, I watched both of the Alice in Wonderlands actually. And I, I think Johnny Depp is an amazing actor. Um, but at the end of the movie, the Mad Hatter, he said this. Um, well, Alice said this, and then the Mad Hatter responded. She said, but a dream is not reality. And the Mad Hatter responded, but who is to say which is which? And, you know, it took me for a spin. I literally had to pause the movie, and I was just like, you're right. Who is to say which is which? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can make your dreams a reality. It may not happen in the correct order. It may not happen when you want it to happen, but it can happen. Who is to say which is which, you know, and I don't want to get too far in the weeds, but children's movies definitely have a a great impact on who we find ourselves becoming. And I do find that when I want things to be answered quickly, I always look back into my childhood and see, you know, things that I was interested in, things that I may have wanted to do in my childhood that I could not do. And I feel like now, and I talked about this in previous shows, I'm trying to live out childhood dreams that I could not experience. I remember one time I kept telling my mom, 
um, my best friend at the time, she was going through acting classes. And I kept telling my mom, I remember one summer, I was just sitting at her job with her. Um, and I kept telling her like, hey, like, she sent me the information for these acting classes. Like, I really want to do it. I really want to do it. And my mom was just like, no, no, like, you know, we don't have the money for that. I remember in grammar school, I really wanted to play the sax so bad. Like, I, I've all like, I'm always been interested in just doing more. And I wanted to play the sax so bad. Like, and I did not understand why I wanted to play the sax so bad. But I knew the instrument just sounded so amazing. And I, I have um, asthma. I've always had asthma. And my mom, she would just be like, you know, no, you, your asthma's too bad. And just, no, and it's just too expensive. And I do feel like a lot of times I look back at my childhood now at, you know, my age of 22, and I'm just like, okay, what, whatever I didn't do back then, I'm doing now, like, and I'm not going to say, like, that's a flaw, I'm not going to say, like, that's a good thing or bad thing, but I do feel through me trying these things out, I'm becoming who, more of who I want to be, but the only problem with that is, um, I see, like, how do I say this? Sometimes I have to give myself more grace because I see a lot of people at my same age who just seem so well off, you know what I'm saying? So accomplished, so um, affirmed of their purpose, so affirmed of their passions, because at a very young age, they got a chance to get to know who they are. They got a chance to get to know what they wanted in life. They got a chance to try out all of these different avenues. I was in the car with um, a good, really good friend of mine. And I was telling her, you know, like, I'm, I'm trying all these things out now because I didn't get a chance to during childhood. She's like, you know, what my parents did. When I told them I wanted to play volleyball, they signed me up for volleyball. When I told them I wanted to do modeling, they signed me up for modeling. When I told them I wanted to take acting classes, they signed me up for acting classes. And they would get so mad that I would not continue. And I'm just like, you know, but if only some of us were given a chance to get to know like what we liked and what we didn't like, maybe my four years of college, I feel wouldn't have been such a waste of money. Because now I'm sitting here and I'm just like, okay, I don't want to do that. But because I didn't get a chance to like figure out what my passions truly were outside of the classroom, like I, I'm, I'm starting from ground zero or it feels like, um, but I do find that sometimes we go our whole lives thinking we should go one way and then a major life event turns and we go in the opposite direction. However, because some of us didn't get, you know, chances to try things, to experience certain circumstances in life, like those major life events are happening now. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. Like we're still young, yes. But I do feel like, we have to, especially those in our 20-somethings, we have to constantly remind ourselves, girl, you're in your 20-somethings. It's fine, you know? And that's hard. <laughs> it's hard when society, I remember I saw this post the other day, and it was just like, things to do before 30, save $10,000 a month. And I was just like, girl, we're ordinary people. We, we, we are ordinary people. Like, girl, who who had... I, you, some people don't even clear, some people don't even clear, uh, what, 40000 a year. And you're asking people 
to save 10 grand a month on top of bills, on top of kids, on top of hobbies, you know, et cetera, et cetera. One thing that I'm appreciating in life, I'm surrounded by a lot of people who are trying to find a life outside of their nine to five. I was talking to a really good friend of mine the other day and she was just saying how like she's really trying to find what other things she's passionate about because she realized her nine to five, like that's all she had, you know, and we, we should get a chance to have more than that, but I don't want to get too much in the weeds. But one thing I found from um, the research that I did on this topic is that purpose without passion does not work. For example, if you are going to be a school teacher and you don't like kids, why are you setting yourself up? If you are going to school to become a nurse, but you are not friendly and open to different nationalities and sexualities, why even go into that field? Um, Some people, you might be like, oh, you know, this is an area of growth for me, but like, why does your growth have to come at the expense of others? You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. But I, I realize you need both passion and purpose for a truly fulfilling life. Okay, and career, but life. You need it, you need because we we are not meant to work. You know what I'm saying? We okay, yes, we're meant to work, but we aren't just working beings. Like we we can have a life outside of our nine to five. And I feel like and I talked about this in a few episodes ago, that you know, a lot of us for people of color, like we're we are I I I'll say this again later, but millennials open the door. And Gen Z is pushing through that door. Like, we're just like, no, like, we, we want we want a life. Like, we want to actually live. And I feel like a lot of time, from what I see, like, in, in my own family, in um, my own circle, that a lot of the adults that I know, they, they don't really have lives like that outside of their career. Or they weren't allowed to. You know, they had to work to put food on the table. They had kids. Um and they didn't live in a society where having, you know, hobbies and different things was natural. Um, purpose may sound necessary, and it is sometimes, um, I feel like purpose is sometimes used like a chore. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what my life, like, purpose is. Like, um, some of us may find our purpose in our 20s, maybe not even our 30s. Um, I was talking to, I had an interview for this job that I hope I get. And I was talking to a 51-year-old uh, doctoral candidate who is currently doing his um, thesis or his research for something. Because at that age, um, a little bit earlier than that, he basically figured out, finally figured out what he wanted to do in life. And like, if he is an example that it is literally never too late like, as long as you're still breathing, as long as you're you still on this earth, like, it is literally never too late. And I feel like a lot of times we put a timeline on a lot of stuff. Like, I remember telling um, someone, like, you know, I've, I've always wanted to try ballet. Like, ballet just looks so pretty and so elegant, but I've never saw people who looked like me in ballet. And, you know, as I talked to that person, they were just like, you know, you can still do it you can literally still do it. Like there, there's no age limit on that. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like we limit ourselves so much and we limit ourselves so young. There's no reason why I'm 22 
and society is telling me to limit myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, should I listen to society? No. But this, this is the world that I live in that is telling me to, you know, once you turn a certain age, you won't be able to do this anymore. Once you do, you know, when you won't be able to do this anymore. And like, you, you listen to that voice and you constantly do listen to society because this is how you live. Like th- these are the standards that must be met, quote unquote. Sometimes it is important to ask yourself uh, difficult questions such as like, what do I do that uh, brings me joy? What, what brings me joy? Like, for example, I love playing the piano. Like when I had to leave my piano teacher, like I damn near cried in my car for a little bit um, because he had opened me up to something that I've always wanted to experience in this lifetime, but I never financially could and nobody could financially give me that opportunity either. So once that I was able to do that for myself, it meant so much to me. And I feel like he understood, but he will never fully understand how much that experience meant to me. Um, But the question is, yes, something can bring you joy, but how do you turn that in career? Like, how do you turn that into financial revenue? And I feel like that goes into how do I infuse my passion and my purpose? Um, and I said before, as someone who didn't get to experience certain things into adulthood, um, I'm trying to figure out what things are pass or fail and what things can actually like, you know, like get me out of this. <laughs> so another difficult question that we need to start asking ourselves, um, uh, what subjects interest me to learn more and more? Um, like, do you want to learn about science? Do you want to learn more about spirituality, religion, law? Like, do you want to be a master of history? Do you want to explore the world? Like, what do you want to do in this lifetime? And that's why it's so important to, you know, not only find your passion, but write down these goals. Like, okay, I know one of my passions is to travel. Then what is my goal? You know, how many times do I want to travel a year? Like how, what am I going to do with that? Um, Another difficult question, what makes me feel in the zone? And I'm going to take this back to soul again on um, Disney plus it was a certain part of soul where he was playing the piano and he basically got into the zone and he was basically in like a third type of like, I'm trying to think it was on South Park, uh, like a purgatory type. It wasn't like purgatory. It was like a, he was in the zone, you know, like he was just feeling it like he was in the zone. So what makes you feel like, like anything is possible? Like what, what do you, you know what I'm saying? So uh, for me, like I said before, I do think Generation Z is, um, in a place now where we're taking more risk. But I do feel like we are allowed to take more risk because of how our ancestors paved that way for us and how millennials also took a part in paving that way and opened the door and we just flew through it. Um, I know a lot of times I'll be hearing like, not only like my people, but um, other adults that I know through peers that saying, oh girl, why are you quitting that job? You, you need to stay in that job until, you know, you, you raise up in the company, you need to do this, this, and that. Um, what is your plan? You know, things like that. But in fact, like I said in my last episode, a lot of people are taking these leaps of faith. A lot of people are realizing, like, my 
passion is not to work a nine to five. You know, my passion is to be my own boss. My passion is to be an artist. Why, why am I sitting here in law? My passion is to be a doctor. Why am I an engineer? Or my passion is to be an actress. Why am I a lawyer? You know, like, you, you really have to start asking yourself these tough questions. Like, okay, I'm doing this for the money, yes. But at the end of the day, if this is not making me happy, if this isn't making my soul happy, then like, why am I actually doing this? Um, and it isn't always what comes easy. Because I feel like a lot of times they're like, you know, if, it's, if you're passionate about something, it's just going to come to you. It's not. It is what sticks with you. So finding your purpose is, and I'm, I'm no, you know, genie like, you know, oh, she knows. And I, no, I don't. I researched all of this, you know, but passion is deep soul searching. Sorry, passion isn't. Purpose is deep soul searching. It may come from deep prayer, meditation. Um, however, you combine, excuse me, however, how, um, how will you combine your purpose with your passions um, is what matters. Something that may bring you financial freedom, uh, but you also have to make sure it brings you joy and happiness in the process because financials are very important. And I'm not trying to downplay it at all because financials definitely do make the world go round. But there are people sitting up here with brick tons of money but are unhappy AF. And like, yeah, at the end of the day, like, I want to be happy with what I'm doing, because I know that if I'm happy with something that I'm doing, if if I'm following my dreams, if I'm following my passions, the money has to come right behind it. So while chasing your dreams, like, you you really gotta, you really gotta take leaps. Like, I, I feel like that's why I was so important. I did Leap of Faith last episode, because when you are, when you decide, when you meditate, when you talk, um to your ancestors when you talk to god whoever you talk to when you have those tough conversations with your higher self with yourself and you figure out that hey like this this is this is what i'm passionate about this is what i'm going to pursue and financials may sometimes be a burden and i feel like that's what happened in my childhood financials were always a burden so that's why i was never able to fully even like even try things and there are going to be a lot of things that I try now like I, I just bought a book on sign language just because I was just like okay I want to learn sign language and the crazy thing about it is I might not even go far with that but I at least want to try I want to I want to try it and see you know how far I can even go with that like because you really never know until you try I think it's important to note that you may have major life adjustments. You may go into spaces you never thought you would. You may change completely through the process of finding what life has in store for you. Um, for me, this past summer really helped me navigate what I wanted to do in life. I did a little scripting. Um, I did a little manifestation. I did a little praying. Uh, praying. I did a lot of praying, um, and it actually helped me with this TED talk that um, someone referred me to, and it really changed my thinking on passion versus purpose. The whole topic, and 
the the TED talk is I'll link it, but the TED talk is entitled "Why Some of Us Don't Have One True Calling" by Emily Wapnick. So she used one part. I'm gonna quote a lot of things in this, but y'all should go watch it yourselves. But she did use one particular word in her talk, and it's multi-potentialite. So it's multi-potential in an ite. So she started off by asking the question, what, what many, of, many of us were asked at a young age, what do you want to be when you grow up? She said it, that the problem wasn't that she didn't have any interests. It's the fact that she had too many. So she said this, I would dive in, become all consumed, and I get pretty good at whatever it was. And then I would hit this point where I start to get bored. And usually I would try and persist anyway, because I had already devoted so much time and energy and sometimes money into this field. But eventually this sense of boredom, this feeling of like, yeah, I got this, this isn't challenging anymore. And it would get to be too much and I would have to let it go. So I'm just going to stop right there. I feel like... And I'll, I'll, I'll probably say this a thousand times again, but I do feel like life is set up to where it's like on Divergent. I don't know if anyone's ever seen that movie where I think when you turned 18, you chose a path and you better stick with it until you die, girl. And I feel like that's how life is kind of set up in a certain type of way. Like, OK, girl, you know, you go to college, either you graduate high school, you go straight into the work field or you go to college, you figure out what you're going to do and have fun doing that for the rest of your life. Um, there are so many interviews that I've had and they're just like, okay, we're looking for people to build, to um, build and just be here um, in the company, in the community. And I'm just like, you know, I'll be here for as long as I can. But at the end of the day, like, I don't want to do any of this for the rest of my life. Like, I don't want to be stuck or feel like I'm stuck somewhere for the rest of my life. And I think this is what she was leading on to to the fact of she had so many, and I'll, I got plenty of more quotes to read through, but this goes back to the pop topic, finding out what your true passion is, finding out what your true purpose is. She was interested in so much that when she, she dived deep into something, she did it, she conquered it, and she was ready for the next step. But we live in a society where it's just like, no girl, you gonna go to college for that one thing, you gonna, you know, if some of you going to go to college, you're going to go to trade, or you're just going to go straight after, you're going to get your certifications, you're going to do what you need to do, whatever. Get to that place, and you're going to be stuck there. But what she's saying is, you don't have to be. And I think that's, that's crucial. Uh, she then goes on to say, the first was that I wasn't sure how I was going to turn any of this into the career. I thought I would eventually have to pick one thing, deny all of my other passions, and just resign myself to being bored. The other reason it caused me so much anxiety was a little bit more personal. I worried that there was something wrong with this and something wrong with me for, for being unable to stick with anything. I worried that I was afraid of commitment or that I was shattered or that I was self-sabotaging, afraid of my own success. Now, I don't want to read the entire talk, but... What you wanted at a very young age can be crucial to the person that you are today. You have to ask yourself, what are some of my childhood dreams that weren't nurtured? Okay, did y'all, did okay, okay, like, it was this video on um, Twitter of this um, 
young guy. He was a, a young boy. I think he was about 12. And he basically like, <laughs> for months, for I think for like three months, he shut off the Wi-Fi in his school. Like he kept shutting it off whenever he ain't want to work. And the, the principal then called, I guess, the National Guard, the uh, prosecutor and everybody up there, you know, and the prosecutor was just like, girl, I am not charging, pushing no charges against a 12-year-old boy because y'all couldn't figure out that, that he was over here coding and doing stuff. And his mom was basically saying like what he had to do after and what she's going to do. And yeah. And I don't want to get too much into that, but this is what happens when I'm not going to say you let's take her and her son out of the equation, but just speaking about the story in general, this is why it's so important to nurture your dreams and to really pay attention to what your kids got going on. Because if you don't, you know, they're going to sit here and be confused on, you know, what they should really be doing or it's good that he's trying things out. Like, I think she said something to the effect of that he built a whole game in like two hours or he built a, like a basketball arena in like two hours or something like that. He coded all of that. And I was just like, this is this is how you go about nurturing your kids dreams nurturing their passions you know this may be something that he may take off with in the future something that he loves to do which it seems like he does now but you know maybe 20 years from now he's gonna be like girl I want to be a basketball player and he may just go and do that or girl I want to be a doctor instead and he may just go do that but a lot of the things that you wanted to be come from your childhood but it's all about if your parents or if your guardians or whoever, whatever adult was in your life at that time, chose to nurture and really care for that dream that you had, really care for that passion that you had. There was something I loved to sing when I was little. And I remember, I, we keep in mind, we like, I was no more but in the fourth grade at this time. And it was a guy in the same grade as me. And I would always be nervous to sing. I've always been so nervous like I like my I I have really bad jitters and this guy in the same grade as me he he told me he said if you don't use it you will lose it and I lost it and I cannot sing anymore to save my life <laughs> like for real um so yeah <laughs> um but what I will say is uh another question what is something you were good at that people just looked away about um at one point in this talk she did she said the question of what do you want to be when you grow up? What is your major? What is your plan? Um, and this is something that often keep kept her up at night. And I was thinking like, this is something that often keeps me up at night and as well as a lot of other people that I do know. People constantly asking you like, okay, what are you, what are you going to, what are you doing? What's your plan, girl? Cause now you're just sitting down. Like I have a job and my mom keep asking me like, okay, so when are you going to start applying to jobs again? And it's just like, bro, can, can, I, can I just be? Can I rest? Like, can I, can I figure out what I want to do in the process? Like, can I apply for these schools? Can I, you know, chase after some of my passions? Um, can I try new things? You know, like, I'm, I, don't, I don't feel like job hopping right now. Like, I want to I wanna try other things, you know. But these are some of the questions that do keep people up at night, keep people searching, keep people's brains moving at all times of the night. And a lot of times people find themselves restless because they're trying to find the answers to these questions. 
and it's not easy, you know. But back to the word multi-potentialite. So I'll let you go watch this part because she she really goes into it. Um, but there are basically, but if there are different things you are interested in and different things that you want to do, um, and it basically is multiple, multiple things that you want to try out. That is what multiple potential light is. Um, basically, if there is, if you have multi potentials, that's all it is. And I think my sister calls it like multi hyphenate because she's so different. Like she's so interested in multiple things in this lifetime and she wants to try everything out every chance she gets. Um, and she's just not focused on one thing. And although I had such a big section on this, if you are just focused on one thing, if you are a tech person and you just want to go into tech, do it. If you are a law person and you just want to go into law, do it. But finding out what you want to do is crucial. But before you find out what your life's purpose is, you also have to find out what your life passions are, especially if you didn't get a chance to explore those dreams and explore those different avenues when you were younger. Do it now. It is never too late. Never. I feel like too many times, especially in the Black community, where we are told to go get a job with good benefits that pays decently and stick with it for the rest of your life, have kids, find a good spouse, and live out your days. I sometimes forget that my parents had hopes and dreams too, um, but they lived in a society where it was difficult for them to even put food on the table at times. So how would they go chase their dreams and with what time and with what money? So one thing for sure, as I get older, I, I really do have to stop blaming my parents for how I am the way that I am because they literally did the best that they had. They literally did the best that they could. How can they tell me to go follow my dreams or how could they help me with my passions if nobody even tried to nurture theirs? You know, how could they try to water my grass when nobody tried to water theirs? They don't even know about that. Um, it's all a learning process. It's all a growing process and nobody is perfect. You may have many interests in this lifetime, many creative pursuits. And I say do it all. And maybe do it twice and even go further than that. Life is too short. And I will say this again. Life is too short to be unhappy. Life is too short to limit yourself and your goals and your dreams. We are limitless beings and we do need to start acting like it. <laughs> Although the topic itself isn't, this episode was pretty short, um, but it was short, sweet, and to the point because I said everything that I needed to say. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's such a complex issue trying to infuse both, trying to figure out what you're passionate about, trying to figure out what your purpose. If you are trying to figure out what you want to do and what you feel called to do and what you are good at, etc., just try something out. If you if you have multiple passions, try one. Pick one out of the many. Try it out. If it fails and you want to keep going, keep going. If it fails and you're just like, I really like that, pick something else. You know, I just feel like we aren't one-dimensional beings. You know, we actually are one-dimensional beings. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we are deserving of so much more. And that so much more isn't just limiting ourselves to one thing for the rest of our lives. People may laugh. People may think that your dreams and your purpose is hilarious, okay? 
However, they won't be laughing when you have met every goal you have set out to accomplish in this lifetime. Because I think that's so many, I mean, people, you know, you have to think about it. People, a lot of these famous people that you see today, people's like, um, damn, you really finna be a rapper? You, you really think you finna go play football? You really think you finna be a doctor? Uh, you, I mean, watch Hidden Figures. Hello? They, you know what I'm saying? Like, people, people may laugh at you, but like, bro, like, if you really want to do something, do it. As always, my name is Apollo, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Tell a friend and make sure they tell a friend as well. For all podcast updates, make sure to follow at the.transition.podcast. I hope y'all enjoy the rest of the week, and I hope this was as refreshing as it could be. All right, y'all.